Ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between, I'm Orion Lavelle. And I'm Travis Mattingly. And guess what? You're listening to Tooth and Nail, where we talk about demons. <laughs> every We're time. so close. We're t- I know, there's just one more. <laughs> but, and I and the, the next one, what's the next one? The Yachtlal? Yachtlal. 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 I don't remember. It, it seems like it's interesting. Oozy stumps. Yeah, the, it's like an ooze stump. It looks like it's interesting. That I betcha will be a good time. So tune into that one in the future. In the meantime, just we're, skip right over. I mean, like, could you, could you, and welcome to the last demon. No, instead we're gonna talk about the Vrock. The Vrock. It's fine. It's fine. It's a monster. It's fine. Yeah. Whatever. It's, it's a monster. It's so like there's more to it than. Some of the demons we've had, right? Like, there's more to it than a mains, but the mains, like, is built on possibility, right? Like, the mains is cool because it could turn into something big, and that is part of the lore. The Vrock's just, like, a vulture, and it likes to murder and have pretty yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's it's a it's a harpy esque vulture man. Yeah, but and... yeah, it is. It's it's kind of it. It's structured similarly to like a like it feels like the lesser version of a banshee fight to me where instead of the really cool dramatic thing where everybody gets knocked to zero hp it's just like we all get stunned for a bit we're all poisoned for a teensy bit it just doesn't i i I guess it's fine it's more mechanically complex than some of the other demons we have yeah but like that lore is just so not (laughs) anything that I like, I'm finding it difficult for my imagination to be fired by this guy. It literally, there are three paragraphs, which is more than almost all of the other ones, and yet it says it, nothing it interesting. Says less than almost all the other ones. It's so uh... <laughs> so so. That's Vrox. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. <laughs> well. No, we'll do it. We'll do it. We have to. We must. We must. We can't not do this demon it's, if we're going to do our, a real demon. It's our abyssal deal we've made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so that's what, generally speaking, it is. It's a, it's a rock. It's kind of interesting in a fight. It's in no way interesting in the lore. But let's, uh, I don't know. I can't, I feel like just putting it off would be <laughs> would be churlish of us so let's i'm i'm down just go into the episode yeah rip off the band-aid yeah cut the cord <laughs> are we human or are we demon by the end of this demon okay So artistically, the rock's a vulture. It looks like it looks like it's a labyrinth monster. Like it looks like a Jim Henson. It does. It has a very Muppet face. It's got a real Muppet <laughs> face. I kind of <laughs> like it. Like just because it's so like rah compared to the other ones. It, it's got a very long neck, and the head reminds me of yeah the labyrinth. The one of us tells the truth. Yeah, like, it's very like. And I kind of like the artistic representation is so silly. I wish that the lore was silly as like if it was like it's too dumb to function. And like to some extent it is. Yeah, like there can be some humor drawn from how like you know demonic ass demon this is, but uh, I. I just like I do like its Muppet face quite a bit. Um, 
And but when we say Muppet face, I think like mostly it's like it's got this really big exaggerated beak. It's got like a long chin part of the beak as well. Yeah, I don't mean Muppet like when you when you say Muppet, I think a different vision comes to mind. Uh, Jim Henson, like dark crystal. Yeah, like, labyrinth, dark yeah, crystal, that kind of thing. That kind of. It's got like the real big cartoon wrinkly eyes with like the yellow irises. And, <laughs> Very you know, tiny. It, like, yeah, it's heads all furry and it's got spikes along the back. It looks like old man vulture. <laughs> And that's that's quite silly to me. I think part of it is like the teeth as well, how they stick out at a weird angle. Yeah. Like it doesn't look like it's roaring. It just looked like it's like <laughs> it's very good. Uh, I like that quite a bit. And what we have here is basically like um, God, it reminds me of the the demons from Dark Souls, the like little bat demons that uh, take you down Orlando. Yeah. Really neither here nor there, but it's got like um, sort of an elongated uh how would you describe this like almost like so it's got like the canine leg so it's kind of you know demon dot text it's got the canine kind of legs and then the person arms with long claws at the end in this case they're bird claws as opposed to some other kind of claw it looks like it has like little uh batman elbows yeah yeah is... it has like uh what's the word um spiny bony yeah. yeah it's got like elbow thorns yeah it, which is weird and it uh, also has like a weird rat tail coming out the back yeah it does <laughs> it do it have the rat tail and that i think is kind of what it yeah that i think is what they're going for is like the back half is like a rat and then the top half is like a vulture and then we just also have man arms as well because yeah, that's demons for you just a little bit of man in there yeah i like how elongated the neck is i know that's kind of like the vulture thing but uh I, I do like how, you know, it's just, like, poking out there. I think that yeah. helps. The silhouette helps with some of the silliness. It, the exaggerated neck really pulls the whole thing together. Yeah, but. and I guess it does get some merit points for just giving us wings without any dumbass, edgy <laughs> abyss terrors in them. Yeah, they are, like, a little kind of spiky up near the top, but, I, like... I don't... I, I guess you could read that as spiky. I just read it as, like, feathers, like ruffled feathers yeah i suppose that could also be it could idea. also be spikes because they definitely have spikes on the elbows as well uh so yeah i could buy it as as spikes but yeah it does just kind of look like disheveled feathers really yeah. it's 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 neither here nor there it's but... old man vulture yeah i like him i want to go on ducktails with him <laughs> you know what i'm saying uh, and yeah, in terms of the claws, he's got like the fingers with like the raven claws. You know, you've seen a D&D &D raven person before. Uh, they've got that kind of thing where it looks like a bird hand, but it extends outward into long ass claws. And that's pretty much it. We don't really get any like character distinguishes. We don't get a B-side because, you know, it's only just a little quarter of the page. Um, we don't really get like, I don't know. And it's weird and uh, just like the teensiest bit dissonant. Because the lore that we get is like, they're murder machines who will just take what they can. There's that, and I posit to you, mm. this is like dipping a little bit into that paragraph, but there's no jewelry or anything anywhere yeah. in the character design. Yeah. There's no sparklies, there's nothing. Yeah, even though the lore that we... How weird how every other demon gets a bangle yeah. and the rock doesn't get shit. <laughs> <sighs> it's yeah, strange. I, I looked at them and I read the lore and I was like, but yeah, <laughs> bangles. In, in fact, none of the mechanical stuff is really represented in the art beyond the fact that it's a vulture. Like, we don't get any of the weird spores. Like, there's no, like, rot in the wings yeah. like, we, like we are told ought to be there. I don't know. I mean, like, it's cute and it's silly, but 
that's about like if you you if you were to honestly like photoshop any other face onto the dumb doofy jim henson face <laughs> this would just be a monster ass monster and would not be interesting in the slightest even with the dumb stupid jim henson face if you told me this was like a monstrosity named the varrock and it was yeah. not a demon in any way i'd 100 percent believe you yeah it doesn't really read as demon either which is you know kind of unfortunate yeah it's fluffy. It's got like the fur. <laughs> it it does it does look like one of the softest demons. Yeah, it does look eminently soft. Like I I would brush. <laughs> I would brush. Would brush. Mm hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about the lore then. Maybe we can uh, intuit some value on this monster from the lore. As we understand, it's a vulture. It's mean. It likes to eat people. We're, we're told that uh, they can eat, they'll eat humanoid flesh whenever they can, in addition to the other demons that I imagine they just eat. Yeah. Mama. Uh, they, when they hunt, they stun their prey with an ear-splitting shriek and then swoop down to attack with their beak and their claw. They can also shake them wings, releasing clouds of toxic spores, and we find all of these things to be true in the stat block. More importantly, and this is the little bit of personality that we get, the Vrock, they covet pretty things, and they will often turn against each other in order to, you know, gather up whatever jewels or shiny bits of precious metal that they can find. Uh, despite their love of treasure, you would think, you'd think the interesting thing is that maybe this could be a flaw. Instead, no. Vrocks, they covet the treasure so much that uh, they, they cannot necessarily be bribed. Their, their lust for gems will just cause them to pretty much lash out and try to murder whatever has them without any thoughts like personal safety or whatever, right? The, their, the rationale, and like, if they leaned into this a little bit more, like, the thing's just so dumb, it just doesn't care. Like, it just <laughs> wants them gems. Yeah. I could see a version of this where this is kind of comical and silly, but the book presents it as being, like, cool and vicious. The idea is that, you know, the Vrock sees no reason to bargain when they can just take what they want from a would-be bargainer's corpse. Yeah. Which... <laughs> I was going to just a second ago, and I was like, there's no gems or anything on its body. I was going to be like, well, maybe it sold them. And then I was like, nope, it hates to bargain. Never yep. mind. It doesn't. Nope. <laughs> All it, right. That should have been a decked out vulture that we get. And it's just, there's none just there. Like, bunch of neck rings and shit. Yeah. Like... No rings. Not a ring. Not even bangle. <laughs> I was going to say bangles all down its legs and arms. Which, like, that <laughs> could be an adventure hook if you if you like me are interested in the demon jeweler that's making all of these bangles the vrock raid on the demon jeweler could be a fun and like little adventure like that that might be fun if you're into that sort of thing yeah you know that that little paragraph the like i will not barter trait feels an awful lot like the can speak common or like understands common but cannot speak yeah uh -huh. of of lore where like, it's what's like what's the point yeah <laughs> like why don't you just give me the thing that could be interesting instead of the nothing that is not mm -hmm. ah yeah. so let's see what else can we workshop here they they fly around their vultures i kind of like the idea of you know if if a party oopses their way into the abyss and they don't understand any of the flora or fauna i could understand like a uh, maybe a cute gotcha where they they're like oh there are birds up in the sky and yeah. then they descend and those are not birds I, I think that's like one of the main ways to use this thing mm -hmm. i think it, 
Is this, like, one of the only demons that doesn't have anything about its, like, place in the militant structure of demons? <laughs> uh, so I think, like, there, I'm, I mean, I'm sure there have Maybe been a couple. Maybe there was, like, one or one more Yeah, or but like typically, that, but... like, that is something, like, that is an axis that, yeah. or an axis that um, demons get described by as the, the horde. Uh, and this just doesn't appear to be interested in that at all. It's kind of fun that this is just kind of like the shitty bird in the yeah. sky demon. Yeah. Like... And maybe if the book is, <laughs> if the book had presented it to us like that, that would be really cool. Alternatively, you know, if that's that could be a fun punchline as well of, of like you know, just the shitty bird that the rest of the demons don't care about. Yeah, it's like this is a problem that demons have to deal with. Is yeah, that these rocks just like yeah. come after their bangles. Ah, my bangles. <laughs> yeah, or like their amulet, right? Like the demon lord's amulet <laughs> just gets scooped up by a shitty vulture. Just like finally, I've what? Yeah, like I can imagine a farcical version of like an abyss, an abyss campaign where that could be kind of a fun joke. A uh, little jokey moment. I do kind of like the idea of the rock as being like the, an animal in the abyss, more so than a player in the abyss, yeah. right? Like we don't get a sense of what a home is like. They're just monsters that try to eat each other for gems. Yeah, it's more sentient fauna than it is like a person. Yeah, yeah. And there is an element of cool to that. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. If that is also... <laughs> we made that up because it's not said anywhere that yeah. that is the case. Yeah, it's presented like a whole ass demon. Uh and I I don't know. I feel like we only get so many real ass demons. It would have been nice. Like the mains kind of already fill the like we're just around. Yeah, we're right? just to the commoners. So. Or like even Bulgaras, right? They kind of had like a quality about them. Like, or I, I may be misremembering because we did a lot of bullshitting in that episode. Yeah. <laughs> I seem to recall there being a degree of like personality to Bulgaras. My disclosure is that I remember nothing from that episode except that they fight dinosaurs. All right. That's hold, all I remember. <laughs> we'll hold a second because. So, like, even the Bulgara had like the idea of a territory and a home that they would decorate their shit. It's not like. You know, it's not Citizen Kane, but it's like <laughs> something, right? It implies that there is a you could make a Bulgara dungeon. Yeah. Right. And I think that I, I think I might be onto something here where like I think one of my measures of whether or not a monster design is good in D D is whether or not you could make the this dungeon. Right? Like you could make a Bulgara dungeon, you could make like a Casmi dungeon, like a, a a mains dungeon would be not necessarily combatively fun but it could be like an interesting story about how mains are used in the larger whatever. This is just like, you might go into a cave and there might be a horde and you might slay it. Like it's another fucking chimera or like, it's just like a shitty dragon, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you just go in and then there's the horde and then you slay the rock and then it's done. It try it wants gold. It wants to kill you for your gold. And that's it. It yeah. also wants to eat your flesh. And yeah. That's it. Yeah. And like, there could be a degree of fun to be had with it, right? So, like, the idea is that the Vrocks will attack each other as well, right? Like, there's no solidarity between them. Yeah. And that could be, like, an interesting hook into what little we get about Vrock culture is this, you know, you walk in and you see, oh, this one vulture has got a diamond, and then another vulture comes in and you think they might be friends, and then they start biting at each other. <laughs> and that could be kind of interesting. Or, like, you know, this could be, if if you... As the DM, if you're doing like a Witcher thing, right? Like this could be the flaw that you as the DM set up for the the shut down the encounter instance where like, um, you know, you're surrounded by rocks and they're all trying to peck at you. And then, you know, you you turn to the rogue and you say, chuck the, chuck the diamond. And then the rogue <laughs> chucks the thousand GP diamond and all the rocks start tearing at each other in order to get at it. Like that could be 
an arc like that could be a something yeah uh so like so there there are things there if you stretch for it but uh there's not quite enough to make like a an interesting or profound encounter which like not every demon has to be interesting and profound but like when i'm grasping at straws to make one of this demon profound and interesting i sure would like it to be yeah and i mean like and this is just kind of like meta commentary on how the book works but i feel like a demon with a stat block as long as the rock yeah <laughs> could like yeah and like mechanically this is kind of an interesting monster like i feel like there there should be a little bit more it feels almost like it's another random encounter creature right we're yeah. like Oh, the glistening of your medallion catches the eye of some birds overhead, but they're not birds! Roll initiative! And then, like, maybe you can have this fun arc where, like, if you just chuck your your shiniest-looking thing, the rocks will start turning on each other. Um, but beyond that, you know, there's there's no, like, degree of a human element in there, which yeah. it has has been kind of a fun way to talk about demons that I didn't really expect for demons. Yeah, I mean, like, it's it's hard to talk about the human aspect of demons when the book is trying to kind of like it ships all the demons to you as like what's the word <laughs> the the mass produced is like what yeah. i'm what i'm trying to think because like mm, they're like shipped as a single unit yeah it's like this is demons which is why it front loads all the yeah. more on the demons and gives us so little about yeah. each one and it's really hard to kind of come up with like a thing for every demon like a little human element for everyone i guess yeah but but i mean like it's, it's they did a, it for a lot of the other monsters <laughs> i i don't mean it's hard for them i mean it's hard for us to do it oh. when they don't do it ah yeah <laughs> but yeah but it is, it it is a fun mental exercise that I'm glad we do every yeah. time. Well, I mean, like <laughs> you know, if we're gonna dedicate an episode to it, we might as well do some due diligence. Um, but yeah, as it's presented, it seems very much to be something like a random encounter monster, which mm. is fine every now and again. So mechanically, the Vrocks are large size, they're chaotic evil because they're demons, they have a CR of 6, and then an average armor class of 15, and then a little bit below average hit points of 104, and then they're kind of, they've got a fast little run speed of 40, and a, you know, relatively sized fly speed of 60. It's pretty common. In terms of their attributes, they are about what you would expect from like a, a, like a beast-esque kind of creature. The strength and dexterity and constitution are pretty high, the intelligence and charisma are pretty low, and then the wisdom is a little bit above average. Um, in terms of its like defensive capabilities, we have some bonuses to dexterity and wisdom and charisma saving throws. Bonuses to charisma saving throws, which is kind of kind of a neat, right? Yeah, I mean, it, I was about to say those are pretty much the three spellcasting saving throws. Yeah, so. yeah, basically, yeah, like throw in constitution and you got yourself a party. It's it's kind of nice to see some bonuses to charisma every now and again, just because like that's the that's the one you'd ever expect. Yeah. Um. So the, that's the is it banishment that does that? Banishment is the one yeah, that does that, banishment. and that's you know that's why that's what makes those spells ban valuable is because nobody has bonuses to charisma. So because banish is my favorite spell, I just mentally check it in my brain whenever we come across it. Yeah. Uh, and then it has the Dex and Wisdom saving throws, which makes it pretty, as is so often the case, defensively potent against spells. 
In terms of its resistances, demon stuff, cold fire, lightning, and then they're resistant to physical damage types from non-magical weapons. Uh, they are immune to poison and the poison condition. Boy, I'm so excited to not have to say <laughs> that sentence. I bet devils all are too, so don't worry. God, let me... <laughs> I, I don't well, even want to check. I was going to say, we'll find out when it happens. We'll find out, and then won't I look like a rock's ass. <laughs> they also have the dark vision out to 120 feet, and then an okay passive perception of 11, and then they speak abyssal, and then they have the telepathy out to 120 feet as well, which, like, is kind of fine. Like, they don't necessarily strike me as team players. I almost kind of would like the idea that, like, maybe they don't, maybe they just don't speak, right? Like, if the lore is that they won't speak... Right, right, why this could be kind of an interesting juncture, you know, a little gap for the DM to fill where it's like, this is the one kind of demon that is completely disconnected from every other kind of demon. Right. You know, that could be kind of interesting. Meh. I do think it's weird that, I mean, like, not weird, I guess, but they're like kind of the the placeholder for birds no like they always they're like flying around like looking for things to take and steal but the perception isn't like crazy high isn't even like good yeah it's, it's like plus one there's no bonus to it and it's their passive is 11 yeah it seems a little weird that like the, yeah the bird characters that are about looking for things to steal don't can't look yeah that's true <laughs> and aside from like the weird thing that the rock gets there's not a whole lot to distinguish this as a bird creature, right? We get a fly yeah. speed, and that's about it. You know, beak and claws are the names of its generic attacks, and <laughs> yeah. that's about what we get. Um, yeah, it would have been nice to maybe get, like, flyby or something, and then that that could be at least kind of interesting. <gasps> flyby would be perfect for the things that right. is, like, stealing the... <laughs> yeah, darts in, takes a shit, maybe tries to peck at you, and then peters out, and then that could be kind of the... The, the adventure of the session, right? Oh, fuck, a vulture stole my thing. Let's go get it. Yeah. Right? It could be something. So the only trait we get here is the magic resistance, the demon thing. Yep. It, yep, it gets the <laughs> advantage on the spells. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. In terms of the actions, it gets a multi-attack, because we're getting at that level where things start to attack more than once. Oh, my. Oh. Uh, it, they're not very impressive attacks. It gets uh, It gets to make one attack with a beak. And then one attack with the talons. Um, Travis mimed pecking with a beak, and I thought he was dabbing in like a really neat way. Uh, but he did not invent a new kind of dab. So well, now I gotta think about a way. Yeah, well, you 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 work on that. I'll just go through the motions. Right. Both attacks have a pretty standard plus six to hit. Uh, they both have a regular reach. They the beak does 10 2d6 plus three piercing damage. The talons do 14 2d10 plus three slashing damage. Since it's only the two. The damage budget is actually quite a bit below average for just these two attacks, huh. um, but it makes up for it with the the next the the next thing that we get, and then also the other thing. So like the poison thing that we get in a second, and then the stun thing after that kind of balances it out. It's kind of interesting because if they'd just given it one more beak attack, it would have been a just like a tad below average for its CR. But instead, we've decided to cut down on damage in order to make this more of like a debuff kind of fight. Sure, we'll talk about it when we get yeah. to it, but stunning is one, once per day is weird. Yeah, it's yeah. not, but we'll talk about it in a yeah. second. Uh, next thing that it gets, it's on a recharge of six, i.e., you know, at the beginning of the turn, you roll a d6. If it comes up this number, you get to redo it again. It's got a recharge on the number six of spores, where it shakes its wings, and then a 15-foot radius cloud of toxic spores extends out from the rock. These spores, they spread around corners, and every creature that 
uh, is in that area must succeed on a kind of below average DC 14 con save or become poisoned. So in addition to the whole poison condition thing where you have disadvantage on the ability checks and whatnot, um, the target will also take 5 1d10 poison damage at the start of each of its turns. And as is so often the case, you can repeat the saving throw at the end of your turn and, and end the effect on yourself on a success, as we so often see. Uh, we also get that cute little detail that every now and again we got. We got it for the Kaz me as well, yeah. where if you just dump holy water on yourself, the poison will dissipate, which is neat. Like, the poison won't last that long, really. Yeah, statistically, um, like... But, you know, I, I'm down for letting the cleric do cleric things. I kind of wish you could turn it on the rock. Like, if you splash the rock with holy water, you know, their poison <laughs> yeah, spores will poison die. Effect on them. That would be kind of cool. And honestly, like, I am I can imagine a player being like, well, what if I do this? And then at that point, I would be like, yeah, go for it, Van Helsing. <laughs> the other thing that they get to do is called Stunning Screech. It's once per day. The rock yells real loud. It gives a big old yawp. <laughs> Uh, and everything within 20 feet of it that can hear it and is not a demon must succeed on an, again, kind of below average DC 14 con save or be stunned until the end of the Vrock's next turn. So this is kind of like a free crit, so to speak, for the Vrock, uh, well, which is... It's just stunned. Oh, right, because it's not it's paralyzed. Not par it's not paralyzed. So this is just like a free advantage yeah, for the Yeah, it's free advantage, which is why it feels weird that it's only once per day. Yeah. And like... And it's only 20 feet, which is it's kind not, of... It's not like a big range. Yeah. It's not a big buff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just until the turn. Like, yeah. it gets its spores back, which is arguably a much worse debuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very... It is very strange. And like, to put it in perspective... The Banshee was a CR4 monster, and it can just, you know, Drop you KO down. stuff. Yeah. Which is, like, weird. I don't know. I don't know. And, like, the, the DC is not very high. Like, I'm not really sure why the Vrock is dangerous at all. Mo -mo -mo. If there's a bunch of them and they all do the poison, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> but... I can understand a world where, like... Because, like, ideally, you probably aren't entering the Abyss until you're level... 10 to 15 or whatever right uh, so i can imagine fighting a couple of rocks in one in one fight um but even then like i don't think they'd be that dangerous to anything yeah like a level 10 character yeah they'd be they they'd be maybe like at at best a draining nuisance yeah like yeah so this could be like a setup like this could be the random encounter in a larger dungeon like if you're in the you're in the garistro's maze maybe you had throw a rock encounter in there just to wear things down but i'm <laughs> You hear from down the hall. Ah, oh God, they're coming! <laughs> uh, but I'm, I, I'm really starting to like settle into the idea of like maybe just one fight per session, right? Like one really good fight in a session. That should be all you need because that fight will take like an hour and a half. Yeah, it, the balance is like it's either got to be one fight per session, which is like the boss fight, or yeah. the whole session is a battle to something. Yeah. Like, it, there isn't really a good in-between because yeah. it just feels like you're draining yourself for yeah. no good reason. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And that's, you know, that's that was the original structure of D&D, &D, where it was like, you go into the dungeon, here's a bunch of random encounters, they wear you down. And then you uh, sleep in the dungeon, like, yeah. with n no consequence. You yeah. Short or, rest or long know. rest in the dungeon. Or sometimes there's a consequence, sometimes you leave the dungeon and go back to town or whatever. But yeah, yeah and, and that is just something that I feel has just been given up. Which, you know, Wizards of Coast, 5th edition came out before the critical role boom, right? Mm -hmm. Like, this would, they couldn't necessarily have foreseen it happening in this way. And, you know, in many regards, 5th edition was meant to be there as a, an apology for 4th edition. 
and kind of a return to roots. So it's almost kind of ironic in a way that uh, D&D let go of the dungeon crawling thing right when Wizards of the Coast was like, here's the dungeon crawl system that you guys wanted for all these years. Uh, so in some way, I'm sorry, Wizards of the Coast. They even put in the book the alternate, like, a long rest is a week. Like, yeah, just, like, yeah. rules to make it even harder to play. Yeah, and I, I don't think I've ever played, even, like, some of my most diehard D&D uh, friends have play that way. I don't think at all. I don't think I could. I would feel like... Well, yeah. we're wasting time. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, and then also like time doesn't really mean anything in tabletop games. So like, what the difference? And I was gonna say like modern D and D is everything is urgent. Everything is now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. So I guess like, what's left is the best kind of rock encounter that we could be that could fill up a session, right? Like in a in a world where like both you and I don't know anybody who would do just a random encounter at the beginning of the day because like you know the, the whole rest system is a little bit exploitable um i guess it doesn't have to be but you get the idea right yeah. so like in a world in the world that we live in where we're doing about a fight a day yeah how do we make the rock the best fight that it can be by itself mm. or as an ad so because i think the rock would make like many demons we talk about uh, kind of poor boss, yeah. but a really good ad. Yeah, yeah. It would be very cool to, like, set up this with a Baylor or something like, where, like, it stuns. Two rocks then... that yeah. like, kind of control the battlefield with, like, one stun each and some poison spread. Yeah, and yeah. Then, and like, then they're flying one... around. Yeah. Yeah, one big boss in the middle. Yeah, like, this plus a Marilith would be pretty, like, cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that would be pretty stun and hard. Advantage and... attack, advantage attack, advantage. <laughs> that could be kind of awesome. Yikes, actually. Yeah. But, yeah. But like, you know, as as it is, uh, I think, I, again, like, so so this is the thing. As an ad, it could be cool. As a fight, it's not that interesting because it's not that dangerous. Um, I, I like that the I like that the holy water thing exists. To me, it does feel an awful lot like the the meat of this encounter is of rocks, like either have a big horde of them, which that's not really what they're about. Yeah. Or um, try to, like, have them steal your stuff. Right. Like that seems like this could be if the monster had been designed around this, this could have been an interesting chase monster that is more that functions more as like a thief than like a thing you fight. Right. Yeah. So if it had gotten flyby, if it had removed the poison or like if instead of poison spores, it was like a smoke cloud uh, and then like, you know, it, it had a stun or like a dash as a bonus action or something like that. This could be an interesting encounter where, like, it swoops in, steals your stuff, tries to get out, and then you're chasing after it. But, oh, no, he stunned some of us. So, like, you know, the the Vrock has the has a bit of a lead on us, and then you have to use your brain to figure it out. And then maybe, you know, like, oh, you could, like, bait it back with more shiny things or something like that. Right? Yeah, and that would be, like, if they wanted to lean into the, the thief part of the, the lore, like, like, shiny things. But they also... They don't really lean into the other half either with like the it's very dangerous and likes to eat humans a lot. Yeah. So. So, yeah. So, again, this is kind of like I can't remember what the other monster I was thinking of that's like this. But I kind of I think it was Cambians once upon a time where like I wish there was like a rogue rock and then a fighter frog. Yeah. 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 The like separate archetypes of yeah. the same monster like filling the different roles it yeah. As, yeah. Yeah. And then the fighter of rock could have like the poison and the screech, but the poison does more damage and it gets a couple more attacks per turn or something like that. And the stun maybe, you know, isn't once per day, but is got like uh, a recharge, but it can only hit one target or something like that. They've got like a 
very shiny dagger or something to help do damage yeah. because their claws and beak kind of suck. Or something <laughs> like that, just to make it more threatening in a fight uh, and and less muddled, right? Because as it is, it could be kind of an interesting debuff ad for a, another boss fight, but yeah, I don't know. That, that doesn't seem quite satisfying, <laughs> right? Yeah, because it's not it's not presented as a minion mod, so we can say that with dretches and mains and whatnot. But this is like a in... large bird. Yeah, yeah, well, it's not that it's it's not just that this is a large bird, but it's also like as we mentioned, there's no how this fits in with the rest of the culture of the things. So like when we read about dretches and they are you know meant to be a part of the larger horde, we can understand its place and that we kind of get the sense that it's meant to be an ad. This right. where it just seems like it's it, supposed to just be a monster. It's presented very much on its own. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, but like you can use it as an ad, and it would be good as an ad. But I wish that uh, I wish that the book. I I don't know. There's just like dissonance that is is weird to me. Yeah. What what's the damage kind of average out to? Say two rounds of poison and this. It's like so it would be like thirty four. Yeah, thirty four. What level six? Yeah. What so are we, are at, at level six, you want about like thirty. Yeah, thirty nine to forty four damage per round. Uh, so the maximum amount of damage per round this thing can do is about 30, which isn't very much. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I was trying to think, like, how deadly is that to a level 6? Uh, eh. Yeah, not, not particularly. <laughs> yeah, like a, like a fighter, Yeah. if it rolls decent health, has probably, like, 45, 50. Yeah. 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 yeah there's just not a whole lot to it. And, you know, if the the healers doing their job even if like even a bard could like keep this in check like yeah because i mean like it does have the potential to poison pretty much the whole party at once yeah could but then but then it has the recharge but then and, it has like, the recharge and the constitution and then, can be overcome quite quite reliably being poisoned doesn't give you disadvantage on attacks does it? it's just ability checks <sighs> let me double check i can't super remember i think it's just ability checks <laughs> disadvantage and uh so disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks oh well shit okay well, so that's, that's like a thing that's something but like but again yeah. that's you know it's just disadvantage on this kind of shitty bird that's not really interesting to fight yeah you know yeah it's just prolonging the fight against the bird <laughs> yeah which could have been interesting if the bird's goal like if the bird's goal is to steal your shit and run to get away yeah it's it just like swoops in grabs your thing poofs poison and then runs and then bolts and it makes it like harder for the archer to shoot it out of the air because that, that could be something that's yeah yeah that could be something if it had flyby yeah if it had flyby, flyby that would be perfect yeah that would be like yeah that would be ostensibly what that's used for um as it stands it's fine yeah it's fine fine it's again like i wouldn't i wouldn't recommend it for like a fight fight but like a thief bird might be fun and ad might be fun yeah it's it's definitely just kind of a an encounter monster not yeah. a character big, big fight monster or yeah. character yeah yeah oh well but it's a monster yeah it, 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 it's it fine do. yeah yeah it, it do it fine we've talked about worse that's true <laughs> that's true Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tooth and Nail, this 
scrawling, scrawling episode of Tooth and Nail. If you'd enjoy what you listen to, if you'd like listening to that scrawl just then, uh, feel free to leave us some good reviews on places, wherever it is you're listening to this. Feel free to uh, take a look at subscribing to nerdsmith.org for just a couple of dollars. You can have an access to pretty much just like more stuff than you can probably do in your life. Yeah, I feel like there's more out. You, there are not enough hours in the day, year, month. Yeah. To watch everything that is there. Or yeah. Listen to everything that is there. I dare you, <laughs> coward. Try. You, you won't. You can't. Bet. My dad works in Nintendo. <laughs> he says you can't. In the meantime, uh, thank you so much for listening. What's our creature comfort for today? You'd think by now I would start putting thought into it beforehand. We never do. We never do. And yet, sometimes it just comes out. Just, um, just like, buy a safe. <laughs> buy a safe for your stuff. Buy a safe. Make sure you know where all of your valuables are. Yeah, recheck the combination on that safe, because you never know it, when a crafty, crafty, smelly, squawking bird <laughs> is going to get in there and steal your jewels. The middle of the night. Uh, you hear three doors bum, down. Bum, 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 bum. Have a good day. Goodbye.